0: In town, they tell the story of the Marsh girl. The one who grew up alone in the wild. But they never really knew me. Like most stories, the facts don't weigh into it. I didn't know how to do life. You didn't see me here. I was better off learning from the Marsh. Hello, Miss Kyle. I hear y'all by muscles. The marsh taught me how to survive, but it couldn't teach me everything. One of the things that people don't realise about this job is that the more extreme your response to a film, the easier it is to write about. If you love it, the words tend to flow. If you hate something, they gush. But if your response to a film is a shrug and a, yeah, it was alright, I suppose... Then the process comes to a screaming halt and you need a tractor to tow you out of the bog. That's the problem with two of the three films we feature on today's show. They're perfectly acceptable, but also eminently forgettable. Both of them made with a certain amount of professionalism and craft, but not much in the way of heart or spark. Nothing to elevate them into a full-blooded recommendation, but also no reason why you wouldn't spend a wet afternoon or a sick day putting up with them. So, where to begin with Where the Crawdads Sing? It's an adaptation of a recent publishing sensation, a bestseller consistently since publication in 2018. Word of mouth has helped it to sales of over 12 million copies. Well, word of mouth and the support of Reese Witherspoon's book club. Did you know she had a book club? It rivals Oprah's for influence. And her support helped get this romantic, thriller, courtroom story in front of millions of readers. Witherspoon's support continues. She's an executive producer of the film. And you can see how the success of the film and the book are now intertwined because the publisher, HarperCollins, gets an in-association with credit. In spite of everything, trying to stomp it out, life persists. Only Way out yonder, where the crawdads sing, the Marsh knows one thing above all else. Every creature does what it must to survive. Daisy Edgar-Jones plays Kaya a young woman forced to bring herself up in the North Carolina Marsh, don't you dare call it a swamp, after the rest of her family one by one escapes the brutal treatment of their drunken, World War II traumatised father, played with a single sneer by Garrett Dillahunt. At the beginning of the film, she is arrested by the local sheriff on suspicion of the murder of rich boy and athletic hero Chase Andrews, who has been found face down in the marsh with a blow to the head. Because to the locals, she is obviously some kind of weirdo, and she was known to have hung out with the chap, she is now the prime suspect. Kindly retired lawyer Tom Milton, David Strathairn, offers to defend her, and it is he who teases out her sad, but also uplifting story. When the father finally departs the scene, possibly drowned in the marsh, the young Kaya, played in these early sequences by Jojo Regina, pretends to locals that she is not on her own and survives by harvesting mussels from the shallow bay nearby. What she doesn't do is learn to read and write. What she does do is learn about the natural world of the marshes, the birds, the insects, etc., and she becomes adept at drawing them in intricate detail. As she grows up, she attracts interest from a couple of handsome local boys, the aforementioned Chase and the rather more sensitive Tate, played by Taylor John Smith, and both of them find ways to let her down. <laughs> Tundra Swan. How do you know birds? My, my mom liked birds. I can't read your note. Oh, all I said was I, I'd seen you a couple times when I was out fishing. And it got me thinking that maybe you could use some seeds and the spark plug. You know, I had extra. thought it might save you a trip to town. And, uh, I don't know. I figured you'd like the feathers. All right, then. All right, then. Where the Crawdads Sing is a romance. It's a whodunit. It's a murder mystery. It's a courtroom drama. Even on some levels, it's a social drama about the conservative American South in the 1950s. But what it isn't, though, is very convincing at any of those things, individually, although the build-up of them, one on t'other, does keep your interest a little bit alive. Also helping is the star, Daisy Edgar-Jones, who is probably best known for her lead role in the series Normal People, which was also a publishing sensation. That's a good niche to find yourself in. I haven't read the book, so I can't speak to the accuracy of the adaptation, but it feels like it has had some sharp edges filed off it, almost as if the bones are there for a gritty grown-up drama, but this version has been pitched to appeal to as many segments as possible. It's often quite beautiful to look at. The cinematography is by Polly Morgan and it's directed by Olivia Newman. In fact, it's led by women in almost all of the creative departments. And it really comes alive when they focus on the wildlife of the swamp instead of the humans. But none of it ever feels real. This might help you. For the jury to be able to hear from you, for them to be able to see you as the that's the kind person you truly are. you are never going to see me like that. Listen, I know you have a world of reasons to hate these people. No, I never hated them. They hated me. I mean, they laughed at me. They left me. They harassed me. They attacked me. You want me to beg for my life? I don't have it in me. I won't. I will not offer myself up. They can make their decision. They're not deciding anything about me. Where the Crawdads Sing is rated M for violence and sex scenes that are a tepid monument to the intimacy coordinator's art. It's playing all over New Zealand now. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Muscal and Andrew Scott.